1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Super J Cast. I'm Joel Abraham joined by Damon McDonalds. Uh, interesting chat off the air, Damon. Yeah. And you said you would vote for Dwayne the Rock Johnson if you were <laughs> running for president. I would. I would. I was <laughs> damn well, right, I would. Uh,
0: <laughs> there's not many people that I w- wouldn't. I think we had a we had a conversation uh, of of throwing names out of of what I vote for over uh, the current uh, choice. And there weren't many that I wouldn't. Um, yeah, we got a couple days left before the, and that's it's what I told you about. It's like it's not even going to be the final day because we're not going to know. I don't think it's going to be like a uh, th- that night where you usually get the results. It's going to be a while. So uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. I uh, I don't know. Just one of those things where you. I don't want to count my chickens before they are hatched, but uh let's 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 see what happens, right? Let's see what happens Joel. I can't get any worse. Can it?
1: Well, <laughs> I don't know. That's he was asking for trouble saying can it get worse. Yeah. Things could get substantially worse. But I tell you, who you know, speaking of wrestlers being presidents, I think the best New Japan wrestler who would be president would be Satoshi Kojima because I would imagine a lot of bread-related legislation being passed. Yes. And I think that would be a good thing. I've just sent you a wonderful tweet by Mr. Kojima. Uh, read it for us. I
0: certainly can. I just got it. Um, He is a a, a big supporter of breads and carbs. Let's give you uh, a direct quote from Kojima. Uh, My favorite way To eat is to prepare two slices of white bread. Okay. Apply plenty of butter on one and Nutella on the other. Wow. This is perfect, he says. Butter is justice. Nutella is a lover.
1: So (laughs) we know what his policy would be in the Justice Department. Supreme Court just just packed with various... (laughs) Spreads, spreads of butter. Yeah. Because L- uh, the walls are glistening. <laughs> just fucking bagels and spreads and cream cheeses everywhere. Ah, oh. But then he's going to get caught in a sort of Clinton-esque scandal with Nutella, <laughs> which is his lover, so. Uh, it's going to be ups and downs for President Kojima.
0: Oh. That's, uh, I, I, it's like we have a crystal ball in front of us. So it's just mapping out his future. Uh, yeah, I, I would vote for – I would – again, I, I would uh, – for uh, just that policy alone I would love. He does have um, – he's one of those dudes that you just love to follow on on uh, Twitter.com. He is uh, like one of those guys who just – you see a tweet, you, you can't do nothing but smile when you see that. So thank you for sharing that, Joel, and I think everyone should uh, give Kojima a follow because – make your heart feel much, much better. And uh, his support of carbs is is
1: right up my alley too. Let's stick with the presidents then. Let's talk about President Obari. Mm. Interesting interview with him in Tokyo Sports. He says that the number of NJPW world subs are an all-time high, which is good news. And he's confirmed that Wrestle Kingdom is going to be two nights of 20k. That's going to be the maximum capacity, 20,000 people in the Tokyo Dome. Right. Thoughts on that, Damon? Well, I mean, we kind of
0: let everyone know that last week. If you, you know, I don't one of those things not to dive off of a, a cliff somewhere else, but um you know, if you listen to this show regularly, you hear a lot of this stuff before the masses. So tell your friends. Come on, I can't I can't imagine why I mean they must really hate us <laughs> to, to not listen <laughs> because we have all the news. <laughs> um uh 20,000 it's going to be it's going to be just like early 2000s isn't <laughs> it? Back we're back to the future with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um he look, I'm excited to see what he brings to the table. I didn't I didn't really think Harold was that like, maybe if you compare all of the presidents and um CEOs of New Japan Pro Wrestling, maybe he was a little bit more of a out front person than others. And uh, but I don't, I, I really wasn't bothered too much by that. You know, shower scene excluded <laughs> that was the story. Well, yeah, you
1: we you joked, Damon. I mean, we we speculated when Harold May, quote-unquote, resigns, that a large part of that could have been down to his self-promotion, yeah. you know, his tendency to make things about himself. And there was a little snippet in this interview with Obari, and you tell me what you make of these these comments. So okay. um, the context of this being that Obari used to be a semi-professional volleyball player before he went into business. Mm. This is a quote from him. President May was very skilled at fan service, but I'm more of a volleyball setter. The job of a setter is to make other people look good. Basically, I want to be a stagehand. The spotlight should be on the wrestlers. Now, call me crazy, David, but that's that's a little dig at Harold, isn't it?
0: <laughs> Pardon the, the volleyball pun, right? Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, maybe not. Well, you know, I think people, when you're in that position, you you know what you say, and you know how to speak to the press, and you know... Um, I mean, your words are chosen pretty carefully. It's a little bit different than doing this dumb podcast. Um, so yeah, maybe it was just a little, a little, little, little knuckle to the ribs. Yeah. Um, again, it, it, maybe with Western eyes, it wasn't a thing that it bothered me too much because it seems like. Every fucking CEO wants to be that here in the states. Um, I mean, again, shower scene excluded, but yeah, maybe it—not it, maybe if, if it. From what we have been told, it it you know it rubs people the wrong way. So, and, and especially in New Japan. So, again, I think there's a little bit of uh, a little bit of smoke to that fire, or a little bit of fire to that smoke, should I say? Whatever way. Something's on fire, Joel. That's that's all I know. (laughs) Uh,
1: Also, another bit of news I saw is the Japanese government are extending the New Year's holidays until January the 11th, Ah. which should be good news for New Japan in regards to Wrestle Kingdom attendance because I know some people were a bit worried that the 4th and the 5th were Monday and Tuesday. So now fewer people are going to be going back to work on the 4th. But with the 20,000 capacity ceiling you'd expect them to sell out both of those nights, right? Or do you think there's still um, enough concern about COVID or maybe lack of interest in the product that they they wouldn't hit 20,000 on both nights?
0: No, I think it's a guarantee they hit 20. And that's kind of one of the things that I was thinking about over the week when it came to New Japan Pro Wrestling is when we do our awards and we do Wrestler of the Year, normally we would have, you know, are they a draw? You know, are they, are, you know, is that, is I, I, how could that be a factor this year? Right. Um, 20,000, I think those tickets go very, 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 very quickly. Um, they'll be scooped up. I mean, I, I, I don't think interest in the product has, has dropped. Um, I don't think, uh, people going to live events, especially in Japan, um, Again, I'm not going to say they're not concerned, but I think they have a little bit more of a handle on the situation than maybe we do here in the states. Um, and they're willing to the, the the fans that go there are willing to follow rules. Um, no, I think th- I think those two shows are instant sellouts. And and as you know, when it was announced, and everybody kind of questioned, oh my God, they're going to do two shows again at the dome. No. Twenty thousand a a a pop, right? Twenty thousand a show. I don't think that's going to be difficult at all. I think they're going to go very quickly. But again, kind of getting back to the rest of the year thing is like that's not going to be a consideration, right? Like if they're drawing, (laughs) you know, it's it's out of their control at this point. Um, So it's really going to be about you know where they are for me anyway, where they're going to be, where they were positioned on the shows. Their match quality, um, the spotlight, were they able to take advantage of the, the, the situation given to them? Um, did they take the ball and run with it? So um, I know it's, I'm kind of having two conversations at once. But um, I, I was thinking about that during the week. But to answer your question, Tokyo Dome sells out both things.
1: Another bit of news here. All Japan and New Japan are going to come together to hold a giant Baba death anniversary show again. On, I think this is the 4th of February Or the 2nd of April I can't tell <laughs> you, you and your Americans mixing up your days uh, At Korokon Hall uh, Shows produced by referee Kyohei Wada And ring announcer Fumihito Kihara And organised by HJT Production So that was a fun event Last time around So something to look forward to there I don't think you're going to be getting any Incredible singles dream matches But always a good time When they get together to see these shows
0: Yeah It would be something special if they were able to make that happen, some kind of dream singles match. Um, I know it's very difficult with the politics of uh, who's winning, who's losing and all that. Uh, But no, I think we'll see. I mean, again, gun to the head. We're seeing lots of tags. Um, It would be nice if they could pull a rabbit out of the hat and
1: make that work. On On that topic, right? let's say they managed to – Book. I don't know. what What's the big match everyone wanted? Okada versus Kento Miyahara. Yeah, probably. Yeah. K Fabe wise, you book that match now. Who wins?
0: Hmm. I would say Okada. I, I, I mean, as much as pro wrestling fandom is all about Kento Miyahara, I, I, I still think general popularity would
1: dictate Okada wins. Um, I mean, like, kind of within the context of this slump he's going through and him doing the money clip and everything. So, like I said, we're talking strictly K. Oh, okay. oh, okay. in gotcha, terms gotcha. of storylines. Yeah. I think there's a, a good argument to be made for Kento winning.
0: Yeah. I'll tell you what. He had a um, – I mean, we don't spend much time talking about all Japan. He had a nice, you know, a finals match. Uh, was it Zeus or was it Bodyguard? I always get the two confused. Um so, yeah, it was really good. That was really good. I mean, look, their main events are always fucking. I I can't say always, but I would say if I'm a gambling man, I'm putting on I'm putting my money on awesome. Um, you know, I I really enjoy their main events. So yeah, kayfabe. If we're if we're getting out our Pro Wrestling Illustrated, yeah, I would one my I I would probably put money on Kenta Miara, Yeah.
1: And another little thing that I noticed there was a bit of an overhaul of the New Japan World Player Cola uh, Blue says with the NJPW World Player Android app being discontinued and an update to the web player unveiled that lets you go 10 seconds forward or backwards and also lets you change the speed which is oh manna from heaven for me that's what New Japan Strong was made for to watch in double speed <laughs> uh, he asks or they ask is this the start of a NJPW World overhaul or just a small fix I'd love it if they remembered stuff I've been watching um, as far as I know, there's not going to be a big overhaul. And I know that is a big sore point for a lot of people, the fact that they can't roll out official apps and get things like, you know, Roku, Xbox, PS4. And I've yet to hear a convincing reason why they shouldn't have that. So, I don't know. Maybe with a new president in charge, thats I, I think this should be close to the top of the list of priorities because it's little things like that, that accessibility that are going to make it... Uh, I think, would be a boost for the Western market, at least.
0: I agree. And I'll tell you
1: what, if, if
0: for for those who have been along for the long ride with this show, I mean, it was one of those sore spot buttons that I never really kind of, not that I didn't get behind. I just didn't really have the passion for it um, that maybe Colin had um, or others had. And it's just one of those things. Uh, I was just like, okay, I mean, there's not an app. <whistles> Whoopity he do? I mean, how long ago was that, though, Joel? <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, for five years ago? It's like, we should have, the. you know, it just, we should have that by now. That should be a thing that we're, it, I, I don't even know why it's even a point. And I know people are going to say, well, you know, the Japanese audience, they don't stream as much and blah, blah, blah. Okay, come on. It's, it's, they, they're get the get the get the apps. <laughs> Come on, will you please enough. They do. They, they, they would they, and and they would they would adopt the technology just as quickly as we do. It's not that fucking difficult. Um, but yeah, they. I can't believe we were waiting. So what? What did they discontinue now exactly? The, the I think it was the Android app. So I mean I watch it my, I watch it on a, on the Fire Stick. That's how I watch it I would say 99% of the time. Um and then it, and there's a dedicated app for that, right? Say yes.
1: <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <go>. I'm trying <laughs> to eat my crisps here. Oh, sorry my bad. Uh I mean there's a dedicated app for that you know, on the Fire Stick. And I guess I sound like a total fucking idiot, but um, there's not one for Roku. There's not one for Apple TV. That I know that because I have an Apple TV, and there's not one there. Um, I mean, uh, nothing for PS4. Um, Okay, I'm with you. They should be. I just is it that difficult to make? I don't know. And here's another thing too. Not for nothing. Can we have an update to New Japan World? Do we have all the content that could possibly be on New Japan World at this point? Like, all the things that legally New Japan Pro Wrestling can put on that fucking network? Is that it? Are we at our limit with that? Because it feels like there hasn't been any new shit that's gone up there aside from current stuff, you know, maybe little documentaries, which are great. I love them. Don't get me wrong. I do love them. I think they do a great job with them. Uh, I would love to see more of them. And, you know, new shows. You know, new, you know, road 2, wherever we're road 2 and, you know, and, and of course the big shows. Um, the live events, if you will. Um, we can't put up any more classic stuff, can we? We can't put up any more... Because here's what I don't understand. And correct me if I'm wrong, Joel. We might have to do a little googling on this. New Japan World... Is owned by the TV
1: network, correct? TV. Yeah, I think it's TV TV Asahi. I've heard rumors or something they own like half of it or something. So the I think I'd heard before some something along the lines of it being TV Asahi's decision that they've got all this old stuff on tape that they could put on world, but they for whatever reason think the juice is not worth a squeeze in in doing that.
0: That is the juice is worth the squeeze. Now I don't again I don't know if it's a capacity thing. I don't know if they can only have so much shit on this fucking network server I don't know i'm I'm trying to to, to fucking rationalize it, but if the company owns it, all this footage and trust me, there is a ton of shit that is not on this fucking network number one uh, all the old t v shows, which were great, not there um I don't understand why that wouldn't be a thing. Why that wouldn't be one person's job to upload a lot of this classic content that we do not get. Look, again, I'm old. I get it. I like seeing that shit. I don't know if that resonates with a 20 year old. I don't know. I don't know. I just think that there is a boatload of shit that is out there that people would love to see. Um, and I don't. I have no idea why that's not happening. Or there's not one person that is just fucking churning it out. That's their job to put. Can I have that job? Can, I would love that job. I won't. You won't hear a fucking peep from me. I'll go away forever. I'll go away, Abari. I'll go away forever. You'll never hear my voice again. Give me that job. Let me be that person. I'll upload till my fucking fingers bleed. Huh? You want to you want to set up a little volleyball thing? Have me spike it, huh? Huh? You little looking great in those little shorts of yours. Come on, I'll take that fucking job tomorrow. And Joel will take it too, because i i I like talking to Joel. So so both of us will do it. All right? You'll never hear from us again. You think he'll do it?
1: <laughs> uh, again, I. I'm curious as to how much of an obstacle Harold May was yeah. for those things getting rolled out. Yeah. So if they do happen within the next few months, then I think it's fair to say that Harold was the person who was stopping it from happening.
0: Yeah, you're probably right. I, I mean, maybe there were other priorities. But again, if, 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 if his big to-do list included Western expansion, I mean, I would think, again, apps would be a priority. That, that kind of content would be a priority. Signing certain people would be a priority. But again, we here's where we are, right? Um, I'm thinking about also Joel. If uh, if I ever have another job interview, I'm going to. That's how I'm going to approach most of my job interviews from now on. <laughs> Just give me the job. You won't hear from me ever again. <laughs> You're hired. Thanks. When do I start?
1: Love it. Love the passion, David. Yeah. I hope you can keep a similar energy for discussion of Strong. Ah this the second part of their never show last Friday. So we have four matches. We had Fred Rosser defeating Clark Connors, six minutes. Carl Fredericks defeating ACH, six minutes twenty-two. Guerriers of Destiny defeating Brody King and Flip Gordon in seven minutes thirty-nine and then main event with Jay White defeating Rocky Romero in 40 minutes twelve seconds. And as always with Strong, it's all good stuff. None of it's particularly memorable. And, you know, it is what it is, being a, a show taped in an empty arena. A warehouse. But, yeah, a warehouse, yeah, not even an arena. So, I don't have a great deal to say. I mean, all the matches were were fine. I enjoyed them. I mean, Jay White versus Rocky Romero was really good. It was what you'd expect from two terrific wrestlers. It's kind of similar dynamic to the Rocky versus El Phantasmo match from last year's best of Super Juniors. But obviously, Jay White being a much... Uh, bigger opponent than El As most, obviously Jay White wins in the end But there was enough uh, enough hope spots in there For Rocky to make him look credible as well um, I, I guess You can give me your show your, your thoughts on the show as a whole But the one thing that did raise my eyebrow Was Clark Connors losing to Fred Rosser Because Clark Connors has just been crowned the uh, What was it called Come Project on. Lions Gazelles <laughs> Justice Crown Scepter Tiara <laughs> Anyway, so Clark Connors won this big tournament, and you're expecting him to push on and you know get get that momentum going, maybe pick up some more wins, but then immediately losing to Fred Rosser. And I get, you know, Fred Rosser is a heavyweight and he looks enormous, and if Clark Connors is being billed as a junior, then it would make sense that Fred Rosser wins. But they didn't have to put that. It just seemed like a, a weird choice on paper to have your newly crowned young up and comer losing to the, the WWE reject. I agree. Um, I I agree with that. First of all,
0: um, I'm nobody. No one. I don't. I didn't hear anybody applauding that I finally caught strong. I watched it from beginning to end. So thank you very much. Are you
1: glad that you watched it, or are you thinking this is why I don't watch it?
0: No, no. This show was. I thought it was good. This was a. This is a quality forty-five minutes or fifty minutes or however long it was. I, w- I was surprised by that finish, um, given all that we have talked about Connors being, you know, a guy that apparently they're they're very high on, and the shows kind of support that. Um, yeah, I was left scratching my head there. And then on the flip side, though, we had ACH in six minutes, mind you, to Carl Fredericks, and I was kind of surprised by that. I liked the fact that Carl Fredericks got the win. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I thought that was the, the right thing to do. Um, I was surprised. Six minutes. That's that's something. All these matches, again, six minutes, seven minutes. Um, and I will say that I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed Jay White, Rocky Romero. I would go so far as to say... Uh, Between that show, Strong, and what we watched at Corican, uh, maybe my second favorite match between those two shows. I thought the match was fantastic. I thought Rocky did an outstanding job. Uh, I'm a little... uh, Again, we we think the world of Kevin Kelly, and I think everybody does. Uh, (laughs) Can we talk about color commentating?
1: (laughs) Well, Kozlov. He stinks, doesn't he? Does he? He seems like such a nice guy, but he he's does. just not cut out for it. I know it's a really tough job, but he sounds like uh the the sort of AI commentary you'd get on a video game.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a great
1: and, and he keeps saying eliminate it. Oh, Jay White eliminated to the outside. What a maneuver. It's yeah. not an elimination match, mate. <laughs> yeah. He does
0: say that. And, and he does say what a maneuver a lot too, doesn't he? Uh uh, and he uh, was there was one, and I it was just it felt like it was just like a transition, you know. Somebody countered something, and he was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Started giggling. I just thought it was so out of context.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, but uh, it, 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 actually, Damon, it's it's gone into that territory of so bad it's good. It's like it's kind of endearing how crap he is. Yeah, <laughs> he's like he's sort of like like a kid won a competition or something to go on commentary. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, go go on, Alex. <laughs> You try your best, mate. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I want to be a broadcaster when I grow up. <laughs> Do you, kid? <laughs> um, it's not great. It's not great. Um, and I will go so far as to say that the aesthetics of that warehouse—I mean, they—they they tried their best. You know, they—they—they they, they turned off every fucking light and turned on every monitor. Um. To make it look like an arena, I mean we're we're having a wrestling match in the middle of a, of a fucking uh, <laughs> middle of a fucking BJ's <laughs> um, wholesale club in the middle of an empty IKEA is where we're having these fucking matches, uh, and they're trying, they're trying, and uh, they said there was going to be some kind of goofy announcement on on the status of the shows. Do you think they're going to pull the plug on them? I mean, they, uh, a lot of that, that talent is no longer there. Kenta, Jeff Cobb. Um, I know that apparently some people are coming back to the States, but do you think the, the show is on thin ice? Uh,
1: I don't think so. My assumption was that uh, those names you mentioned would be flying back and maybe they'd do a second set of tapings for it because okay. what else are these people going to do? Unless, one, unless, actually, I, I guess unless they can come back to Japan. I mean, we can, we've we seen Chase Owens is back now. Yeah, so remember. if Chase Owens can go back, then it, it makes me think...
0: Anybody I can think get into that country now. <laughs> <laughs> that, that guy. That disease-ridden guy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, where's he from? <laughs> South? Ugh. Go. Uh, yeah, look. Yeah, I hope. I, I, it's, what is it? it's, it's still... I mean, not the year mr fucking quarantine man but it's 14 days though is it still 14 days they have to quarantine
1: i think so right i think so i don't know this situation is very fluid and there's certain rules for some people that don't apply to others so i couldn't tell you
0: mm. wow and joel joel the little shot at the uh covid handling situation and <laughs> it does feel that way
1: though um all right, so again, look, if my I, I, my eight month old daughter is a, a threat to the, the security of the great nation of China. <laughs> who am I to argue with that? She's she needs that letter, Damon. She's, you know what? She's learning a hard lesson, but luckily,
0: Joel, she's learning it early in life. Right? This is this is this is this is to build her character and uh, to make her know that she is basically just a disease carrier is is what she is
1: and yeah uh, and we explain that to her on a daily basis yeah she doesn't quite understand yet but no uh, she'll, <laughs> she'll get it eventually her,
0: you're putting her down on the couch and going no no no
1: <laughs> that's that didn't work that didn't that it didn't. didn't she's just smiling at me i'm like why are you smiling this is a punishment
0: <laughs> oh these kids they're so cocky these days they just show no respect joel uh well good on China for for trying to teach a lesson. Uh good job. <sighs> um strong. New Japan strong, Joe. Overall, I give it a uh i give it a B. I give the show a B. Um and again, I think the main event is something that people can go out of their way to watch. I'll go so far as to say that. You, you know, I mean, it's not <laughs> I can't even say it's not G1, because what was G1 this year? Uh Yes, I, I would say go out of your way to watch it. I enjoyed it that much.
1: Okay, another show we enjoyed, well, I enjoyed, on Friday was Road to Power Struggle at Korokan Hall. I'm not going to go match my match because the undercard was fine. Right. They're just you know, building up stuff for Power Struggle. Uh, there was nothing that stood out to me, nothing I think is worth commenting on. Um, unless you disagree, should we just move straight on to the main event?
0: The only thing I, 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 I will say is... Well, let me ask you this. What did you think of Will and Great O' Khan, and, uh, as they're being referenced now, the Empire? What were your thoughts on their debut heel act uh, from William James Osprey, the junior, the third?
1: Osprey needs a new uh, entrance theme yep. because the elevator theme is not suitable for a heel, Okay, I think. Um, I know it wasn't on this show, but the previous show he debuted a submission move i think he if i'm not mistaken he won the match i think show tapped out so i like the fact that he's thinking about uh, Well, he has made some adjustments to his move set because the stormbreaker again and and his high flying aerial maneuvers is probably not appropriate for a heel um the the issue i have now is i'm constantly thinking about who is joining the Empire. I'm looking for some sort of swerve. Mm-hmm. I'm looking... Oh, is Gabriel King going to turn on Okada or Shogun going to turn on card and join the Kingdom? Or is someone else going to make a run in here and join uh, the Kingdom? Kingdom. Empire. <laughs> kingdom! So that- Matt Taven hitting <laughs> Matt the Matt Taven, ring. yes! <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so that's kind of distracting from the matches a little bit because I keep expecting the kingdom. something to happen. Uh, but, I mean, apart from that, fine. I, I like... Okay, like you know, we've talked about before, he is Kidani's boy, so I'm expecting big things from him. So yeah, I I find it yeah, interesting from the standpoint of saying how is Will Ospreay gonna adjust his character and his moveset now that he has been positioned as a heel? Are we gonna get more uh interference and in uh dirty finishes? Because I I think that would be a mistake. I think that would Me be too. overdoing it if they start having B Priestley Distracting the ref cuz yeah we we have got enough of that thank you <laughs> yeah uh so
0: yeah those are my thoughts i agree with that and and i'm glad that you mentioned that because that was my thought like i i like the idea of a of a heel will osprey i do i i think it's i think it's be a nice and again matches with okada i think will be great um and if i can see more of that wonderful um the idea of another faction uh okan being a, a, a key member, I think is great. Um, I, I like the dynamic. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with all that. Here's what I just don't want. I don't want you now... Okay, you're a heel. I get it. You turned on Okada. We're supposed to be upset with you for making that decision. But put a little subtlety into it. And I know that's not always his strong point, right? Subtlety. Uh, but... Like you don't have to now go outside ringside to the fans and mock them or can't just be a guy who's like you know what you fucking held me back I'm going to mow past you and that title right there is is my prize that's what I'm that's what I'm shooting for and you're in my fucking way and you're in our way because we're going to take all the fucking gold and that be that like I like you don't have to like start again just like you mentioned you know s- you know distracting referees and um you know i don't know f- f- you know foreign objects or um you know bullshit finish. You know, like like i just don't want that you're right we have enough of that we have people that do that um so i'm kind of you know crossing my fingers hoping and f- come on don't f- fuck this up um i would prefer more of a you're holding you held me back in chaos you uh uh you know w- you know, were the roadblock to my success as opposed to i don't like fans anymore because to me that doesn't make much sense like i don't know I, I, and and i think it's completely unnecessary i think will could play off of fans and um almost be a sympathetic character to say, you know, I'm doing this for the benefit of me and you're not supporting me. Okay. As opposed to now I'm giving the middle finger to the fans and, you know, I'm just being a typical heel. And I think that this could be much better than that.
1: Yeah. I'll be very interested to see where it goes. If we are building towards an Okada Osprey singles match at Wrestle Kingdom, just a grudge match I mean I don't know if they'd have any titles on the line but I'd be into that and I think uh, I'll be intrigued to see how the match is laid out given that both wrestlers are working or should be working a a different style to how they normally work so yeah interesting to keep an eye on that okay then that main event yeah a lot of buzz Damon Uh, Gwizzle Map says "Is is Ishii oh sorry go ahead no, I was going to, I'm asking, there's a lot of buzz online about it, huh? There is a lot of buzz I mean, Most of it was from me. <laughs> I went on a tweeting rampage. I was like, oh, this is the best thing ever. This is better than the G1. Like, Tiny in cheek. But yeah, I, I loved it. And I think a lot of people were probably looking at that thinking, hmm, is Joel, <laughs> is Joel <laughs> off on one again? But yeah. when people watched it, people were praising it. Um, Grant Akuma thought it was great. He, he, he said that um, he suspected people might be grading on a curve. But then he actually watched the match and he thought it was terrific. Even WH Park, who's pretty down on New Japan, uh, acknowledged that it was a really terrific main event. So, yeah, going back to the question. Google Maps says, Is Ishi and Yoshihashi the best never 6 Men title team? Uh, do you have the feeling that the Yoshihashi story elevated the title? Uh, what do you prefer? Last week's main event or the match where they won the title at the end of the tournament? And an uh, interview with Liger as well. This is before the match, but uh, Liger was talking about G1 as a whole. And he was talking about Yoshihashi He says it was like the Big Bang The birth of a new Yoshihashi His record may not have been great But he fought hard And his fury was infectious Liger thinks Yoshihashi could be one of the favourites In the G1 Climax next year (laughs) I scoffed at that Damon But after watching this main event I'm all on board the hype train I want to see Yoshihashi win Everything there is to win in New Japan He's the greatest wrestler That ever lived (laughs) Wow Okay now I'm not not ready to go that far But this was so good I mean, yeah, this 32 one. minutes, 25 seconds You would think, ah, oh, that's way too long But I was living and dying by every near fall And a very bold choice to put a Yoshihashi and Doki feud Front and centre for this main event But it was terrific I just, I think they've done such a good job With these never-openweight-six-man titles this year In making them meaningful And like Guiglemap said by having Yoshihashi as the poster boy for that, it's showing that even these titles, which people thought were the lowest ranked titles on the roster, okay. but when you've got someone who cares about it that much, and he, you know he had his story that he never won gold in New Japan before, I know he's got them, he's proud of being a champion, he wants to keep them. So uh, and uh, another wrestler like Doki, who's never tasted New Japan gold, he wants he's watching that thinking I want some of that as well and it feels like all of a sudden these titles mean something and bolstered by the likes of Chi and Zack and Goto and Ishii but having the the hungrier underdog wrestlers as the the heart of the matches and the story it, it's just such a great I, I would love to see these titles regularly defending in Korakuen Hall main events I think that's the perfect spot for them I think Yoshihashi is the perfect guy to be the, you know, waving the flag for those belts. And I thought the match was great. I loved it. I do too.
0: And you mentioned, you know, like these undercard, normal un- undercard guys caring and being passionate about this gold. Joel, they have been that and carrying this company in 2020. Right. All those people that you mentioned are head and shoulders above the traditional stars in my eyes. I mean, maybe minus Naito and then flashes of Tanahashi here and there. This company has been carried by Chis, Yoshihashi's, uh, uh, Shingo's, Zacks. Right. It's that kind of energy that they have brought to the table. And it almost feels like there was a collective, okay, the Mount Rushmore people. And even Will – no, excuse me. And even – um. Jay White when he returned. Um, it's been those type of guys that have, you know, even though I, I would kind of consider Jay in that Rushmore. Uh, we're, let's put it this way: we're still chiseling out the 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 mountain. Um, my point being is that th- these are the guys that have been carrying it all fucking year. Um, and yeah, it does make a huge difference when. The, the the wrestlers show that they care, and it makes it much easier for me as a fan watching to care, right? Like like they went hard for what thirty something minutes. Like there was not a point in this match where I'm looking at my phone, where um, and I, and that could easily be. And yes, there there was a little bit, but it wasn't like. A, a a thing that took you out of the match where you know your usual six man throw everybody else outside the ring have them fucking be occupied and let these two guys do spots the match had that element to a certain degree but it was it was they were quick moments number one and number two this match focused on doki and yoshihashi for the most part i mean and the other players and the other people on the, on the respective teams were helping compliment Doki and compliment Yoshihashi in this entire match. I loved it. I thought the match, and again, they, there was not a rest. There was not a moment where you were like, okay, they're they're taking up. They went hard for, for when I made that 25 minute call, Joel, I was, I was like 25 minutes. It felt like five, uh, I I I I was thoroughly impressed, and yes, when they care, we care. They can do this to any title, and I know that you can't do it all the time to every single title. There has to be times where where some things have to get put on the back burner. Understood? Totally get it. You, you, is Yoshi? Uh, here, let me let me ask this: Is Yoshi Hashi going to get wrestler of the year votes? Hmm. I.
1: I think he is a favorite for most improved wrestler of the year. Wrestler of the year? I don't think he's at that level yet. Okay. Is that but, is that I, by I the know, gold? He hasn't, he hasn't is it by the, the gold the he
0: holds or is because nobody's drawing? Like I can't you got to take drawing out of it. Like from, from in 2020. Name me some other guys who have had better quality in-ring performances than Yoshihashi.
1: I think, in terms of the opportunities he's been given, he has absolutely made the most of them. Mm-hmm. I thought he was one of the very best wrestlers in the G1, oh, so yeah. every single opportunity that he's been given on a big stage he has he has taken full advantage of yes so the the only thing that I would say would be hurting his claim to be in the discussion for the rest of the year is that prior to what the new Japan Cup. He, I can't think off the top of my head of any matches that he had.
0: Okay. It's fair. Who would you put... And again, we kind of veered off a little bit, but that's... Sorry. Sometimes I get drunk and take the wheel. Um, do... Give me, give me a name. Give me a couple names. Because I, I, I have a couple names that I might put above Yoshihashi this year. But not many. Right? Like... Like, I'm seriously contemplating. He's not going to be my number one. But I would seriously contemplate him. And just think about what we're saying here, mind you. Let's think about what the fuck we're saying here. He might get a third-place vote for me. He might get a third-place vote for me for Wrestler of the Year. That's something. Because I'm going to be honest. There are a handful of guys that I would put above him, but I don't know if there's anyone that's taken, just like what you said, the opportunities given to him this year and made the most of it. Joel, he's one of the people are in serious conversation about him being one of the MVPs of G1. That's ludicrous in my mind that we're even considering that, but it's true. Like G1 is a benchmark. When it comes to New Japan pro wrestling. And you walk out of that with with G one in most years with people saying, Okay, we got we got I gotta remember the to to reevaluate this this guy in his whole year because his G one was good. And vice versa, G one was bad. Now I gotta evaluate Like that's a benchmark. Joe Yoshihashi might get a third place vote for me. He might get a third place
1: vote. I'm not sure I can Go that high with you. I think there's other people who've, again, had more opportunities. Sure. Well, Naito, Naito, Naito with one. Yes. Go ahead. Hiromu. <sighs> Jay White. All right. Let's. let's Ibushi. Let's. Let's. Uh, let's talk,
0: let Let's <laughs> let, Let's 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 go through them. Tanahashi. Who?
1: Tanahashi. You think Tanahashi's had a better year than Yoshihashi? I thought Tanahashi had a tremendous G1. I really enjoyed the Jericho match at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. And he has, in, I think, for injecting new life into the heavyweight tag division, Zack and Taichi can take most of the, the credit for that. But I think Ibushi and Tanahashi more than played their part in that.
0: I, I'm, with, I'm on board with Naito. Tanahashi did have great matches, that's for sure. Tai Chi's had probably his best year in New Japan. There's three guys. Do you think Ibushi's had a better year than Yoshihashi? Well, Wrestle Kingdom. Okada match
1: at Wrestle yep. Kingdom. Yep. Then Jay White in the second night of Wrestle Kingdom.
0: Yep. Was then, okay. That was okay. That wasn't great. It was okay.
1: Yeah. Yep. Uh, tag stuff. Again, I thought the tag stuff was very good. He did mm-hmm. tremendous work with the names that I mentioned before and i think he had a very good g1 not great g1 not mm-hmm. his best g1 he's had better g1s mm-hmm. but a very good g1
0: did he have a better year than yoshihashi in the ring i think they're neck and neck
1: yeah i i think he did but again yeah. it's it's tricky how how do you um weigh up a guy who has had much fewer opportunities but has uh, maximized made the most of them yep against the guy who has had lots of opportunities you know the biggest opportunity the all, main eventing january 4th at the dome and being very good as well Yeah. do you think this is going to be
0: the most difficult year for awards this year
1: yeah, I think so, because there's not one guy who's running away with it. I, I suspect after the best of the super juniors, then Hiromu's gonna come back into the picture as right. one of the strong favourites. Right. Yeah, we have if you if you put the Super J Cars gun to my head now and said who's the rest of the year, I would probably say Naito.
0: Me too. Micho. Me Meet Me too. It's those second and third place votes that are gonna really be You're gonna have to sit and think. I mean that I'll tell you what. What's what's easier is tags. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like tags, it feels like you can just go pop, 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 done. Um, yeah, I think. Again, maybe I'm I'm getting a little hyped over Yoshihashi a little bit too much here. <laughs> but just trying to just trying to spark some conversation, Joe. <laughs> there's there's probably I would say Jay White had a better year. I would say. Naito, obviously. Tanahashi, I would probably say. But uh, here's the thing. He's going to get votes, and he's in the mix, and I think that's what's the most important thing. Again, maybe I'm um, riding the hype train a little bit hard, but uh, again, the fact that he's even in the conversation is is pretty fucking amazing to me.
1: And uh, there was also a great tweet from Doki from 2015. And the quote well, I'm just using the Google Translate. So it was definitely Yoshihashi who taught me life, which was a fucking hunger when I just went to Mexico. I'm not sure what that bit means. But second part. If I hadn't met Yoshihashi, my life would have been completely different. He is my most respected person. Ooh. So there you go, Doki five years ago, and now the two of them tearing it up in the ring in the main event at Coracan Hall. It's a really heartwarming moment. Do you think that had extra motivation for him? Yeah, I'm sure. It's, I, so. I didn't know that they knew each other, but they obviously have quite a good relationship. And I'm sure that played into it. And again, just Doki might never get another title match in New Japan. That might be it. And just the fact that it, it's it was believable for me that this is a guy who was getting his first shot at winning a championship in New Japan. Maybe his only shot, who knows? And you could feel that it mattered and that it meant something. It meant something for Yoshihashi, who doesn't want to lose that title because it means a lot to him. And it meant something for Doki, who wanted to his, his first taste of gold. Doki, Wrestler of the Year? <laughs> <laughs> Let's wait till the best of the Super Juniors when he makes yeah. his glorious run to the final and <laughs> beats Shimori and goes into the Tokyo Dome. Doki versus Hiromu. There it is. I mean, yeah. I think that would be a great match, but there you go. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not memeing. No? You know? All right. hey, look, I, look after watching this match can we agree that docky on his day is a good wrestler and can put on very good matches
0: i don't think there's anyone in that company that can't let's put it that way like there are, there are people that are in roles that are not asked to do that but i'm i'm serious when i say this i think given the opportunity and they and you know the tap on the shoulder as we like to say i don't think that there's any i don't think you get to that company being a dog right i don't think you get to that company just being total and utter shit or at the very least not having the capability of being carried by someone like not fucking getting in your own way um i don't think that there's anyone um now there are there are people that where i would be like Okay, cartwheel deathmatch. <laughs> hey, because because it could go, it's a slippery slope, but I truly feel in my heart of hearts that I'll take the odds of it being good if it absolutely
1: has to be. I think we can safely say this is the most we've ever discussed Yoshihashi and Doki on yeah. the Super J cast. So that's something to be celebrated. There you go. uh, we've got a couple of big show, well, I say big shows, uh, interesting shows coming up. This Sunday and Monday at Korokun Hall. We are still on the road to power struggle. So Sunday we have Suji versus Uemura. we got Yano, Yoshihashi and Goto against Doki, Zack and Taichi. Gabriel Kidd and Okada against Okon Osprey. Honma, Tanahashi, Ibushi versus the returning Chase Owens, Kenta and Jay White. Sanada, Naito versus Yujiro and Evil. And then main event we have the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship match. Bushi and Hiromi Takehashi versus Yoshinobu Kanemaru and El Desperado which is a match I'm very much looking forward to. I thought they had a really good final in the Junior Tag Tournament. I'm expecting Suzuki-gun to retain the titles, but I feel that Hiromu at least has put enough juice and passion into this feud and talking about wanting to win those belts that it's planted a little seed of doubt in my mind. But you you just feel that Hiromu has got bigger fish to fry, especially with Best of Super Juniors around the corner.
0: Yeah, which which the way that that you mentioned Hiromo and the way that he mentions this this match and and these titles, you would think that it's almost a slam dunk. But you're right. I, I mean, I I feel like there's bigger fish to fry. Um, and I think that I I mean, what would be the point of having them lose again? Is is kinda another thing that I keep my eyes keep rolling back to of why they're gonna have them lose again. Um so I'm a split. I hate to say the gun to the head analogy again, but I'm gonna do it again. Gun to my head, I think that they Kanemaru and Despy be retain. Um, but again, it is weird that they would have them lose twice. And unless they're setting up, you know, future stuff down the road for either Kenemar or El Desperado in a singles way against uh, Hiromo. Um You mentioned also um, back-to-back, huh? It's it's Gabe Kidd and Okada against uh, Will and Okan? Correct. Oh. Are we reading anything into that?
1: I don't know. Andrew on our Discord made a really good point that prior to Friday's show, they hadn't announced the cards for the rest of the tour. So I thought, something's going to happen then, which would explain why they weren't able to reveal the rest of the cards. But I didn't. So I'm giving up. I I think it kind of hampers my enjoyment of the matches when I'm expecting an angle to happen because I was expecting something to happen in the B-block finals. Didn't happen. I was expecting something to happen during the G1 final show. Didn't happen. So I think I need to just try to enjoy the matches, and then if something happens, it happens. So at the moment, I'm just accepting Empire, whatever they're called, as Osprey, Anokan, and B. Priestley. And if someone else gets added to that, then I will consider myself surprised. So no more predictions for me.
0: All right.
1: That's fair. That's fair. You mentioned that particular match, and I was
0: like, we did see that again. It's kind of weird that it's him again. Uh, of all people, but okay, I think that 's fair, like to be surprised and you know let 's not ruin it, but it did stick out like a like a sore thumb to me, so uh maybe maybe we 'll see something don 't be disappointed if it doesn't happen, but maybe uh handwriting's on the wall there
1: yeah, as far as those titles go, I think you could have Hiromu get his revenge in best of the super Juniors, maybe he 's in the same blockers. As- Desperado or, or something and he ends up pipping Desperado to win the block or something like that. I, I just I feel the natural fit for the big junior tag title feud is to bring back the uh, Taguchi Wato team to, <laughs> to take on Suzuki Gun because I just feel Hiromu as much as I love the junior tag division, Hiromu's above that and I expect him to be going on to face Ishimori probably at Wrestle Kingdom. Um, so we have another Corakon show on Monday, we got Suji against Kid. Uemura, teaming with Okada against Okan and Osprey. Bushi, Hiromu, Shingo against Kanemaru, Desperado, Suzuki. Honma, oh, and then, Damon, they're going to announce the entrance of Best of the Super Juniors 27. Now, uh, we haven't heard anything. No, no whispers, no pastrami for you yet. I don't know. That might change between now and then. But what, what's your feeling on this? I don't, I don't have a read on this, whether we might see some international stars coming back you know the likes of Ryu Lee and and Robbie Eagles and people like that I certainly hope they do but I'm not holding my breath for it well
0: I mean the best thing we can do is ask um yeah I'm not holding my breath for that as well um I feel sorry for those people you know that you mentioned or, or Robbie Eagles who's you know waiting for the fucking phone call it feels like um, and there's a lot of people that are in similar situations. <sighs> Look, I, I'll say this: if they if they can, they will, and if they could, they would. Um, I, I I I just think with this tour, it might be a little bit difficult to bring in the international flavor that best of the super juniors has been known to have in the past years. Just don't know how you can do that. Um again, I don't know and I'm using Robbie Eagles as an example. I don't know if there is show there if there are shows in Australia that he can wrestle on to bide his time or he's just working out solo on his own. Um and just chomping at the bit to get in a fucking ring. Look, again, if they could, they would. And I hope they have. We haven't heard anything. Maybe we'll press a little bit harder to see if we can get you some information. But we, from it's my understanding that what's there now is what we'll have for this tour.
1: While you're speaking, Damon, I just tried to make a list of the juniors that we've got and what kind? you know would that make a passable best of the super junior so we've got hiromu bushi ishimori gedo would you put gedo in there dick yeah, togo i don't know if he's been positioned as a heavyweight or a junior uh, desperado kanamaru doki watto taguchi i don't know the status of tiger mask uh has you got that the intestinal thing right yeah uh, i can't remember diverticulitis was it yeah uh, uemura and okay. again, I don't know about Gay Kid if he's a junior or a heavyweight, but I don't know those names I've rattled off to you. Is that is that getting your juices flowing for best of the super juniors?
0: Um, I might need a I might need a blue pill, <laughs> to get my juices going a little bit, a little bit stronger than they should be. Um, I can't. Uh, did you put Chase Owens in there? Oh, no, Chase is a heavyweight, right? <laughs> yeah, he's
1: Chase he's heavy? a heavyweight. He's He's been in the heavyweights for a while. Yeah, he sure has. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that, but yeah, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I, didn't. <coughs> I really didn't. I really did. not I um, really did. Yeah, he's been entering New Japan Cups and yeah, 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 doing all sorts in the heavyweight division. I don't know. Are You excited about that? I think once I see blocks, if there are blocks, it might be single block. Given that. It's a, a dearth of talent there. Eh? Once I see the, the match line-ups and all that, then I will get excited. But, yeah, without those names we mentioned, yeah, it would yeah. feel a bit underwhelming, wouldn't it?
0: Can Will and Shingo lose a couple of pounds? Swing back down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Can we do that? I'm not sure I'd want them to. I No? No. I I think it's... they. They had their time. And they they dominated the junior division. And I think this is Hiromu's time to to shine. And uh-huh. again, maybe having a somewhat limited lineup would allow other people to step up and make a name for themselves. I'm looking at the likes of Watto or Desperado, people like that.
0: Anybody got Kushida's number?
1: <laughs> no, he's off breaking the arms of, uh, pedophiles in NXT. Uh, alleged oh. alleged. <laughs> alleged arms? Oh, I got you. Got All right. Well, all
0: right. Look, it's uh doing the lord's work, Dave. Doing the lo- <laughs> <laughs> Um
1: look, it's not something that am oh, is- sorry, as, as I said on Twitter, he's it, never mind QAnon, is he's Ku on? Oh, that work? <laughs> Ooh, just
0: fucking shoe hoarding that one in there, are you? Woo, you'll make it fit. Put a little lube on that thing. Um, Look, it's not sexy, that's for sure. It's not sexy. So, um, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed we have some... uh, What about El Phantasmo, may I ask?
1: Completely forgot about him. (laughs) Speaks volumes as to how much I enjoy his work, but... uh, It would be fun to have him back. I think there is um, a lot of juice in the uh, Hiromu-El Phantasmo feud. I think that would be good. Maybe you want to stick a pin in that until crowds are allowed to cheer again. Yeah. I I think Phantasmo is a wrestler who would lose a lot from the clap crowds.
0: Yep. Yeah, it would be a struggle, wouldn't it?
1: Oof.
0: I don't know. You're not selling best of the Super Juniors for me. We'll see. We'll see when the lineup is. I mean, again, we'll, we'll see if we can get some confirmation. See what else is uh, is brewing there. Um, but eh, at least our pen and paper well, looks a little fucking looks a little dry to me. Sorry.
1: And then the rest of the show on Monday we've got Honma Tanahashi Ibushi against Chase Kent and Jay White. Sonada Naito against Udra and Evil. Main event, we have IWGP Heavyweight Tag Team Championship match. Yoshihashi and Goto versus Zack and Taichi. Yoshihashi. Yoshihashi again. He's in the limelight. Yeah. Looking for heavyweight gold this time. Teaming up with his buddy Goto to take on Dangerous Techers. I don't think they will win. I think Dangerous Techers will defend their title. I think they are excellent champions. They are bringing prestige to the belt and I expect them to keep those belts all the way to Wrestle Kingdom and defend them in a big match that matters. But it's Korakuen Hall, that's Yoshihashi's favorite place at the moment, so I'm expecting I'm expecting a really good match here. So, I guess the a double-edged sword of Yoshihashi getting all these opportunities and being so good. Now, if this is anything less than stellar, I'm going to be disappointed. Yeah. I thought they were, it looked
0: like in the, in, the, in the in that six man tag it felt like at least if you were going by the pairings that it was going to be uh Goto and uh Ishii finally <laughs> that seems to they just no, don't you, want if that if you
1: make that team it will tear a hole in the fabric of the time space continuum <laughs> and all life as we know it will end that's the only explanation i can right. think of for not making the most fucking obvious chaos heavyweight tag team ever but they
0: don't want it they they and they here's what i feel like i feel like they they intentionally don't do it
1: for some ungodly who knows what reason and they tease you with it oh yeah Uh, uh, ishii and goto squaring off with taichi and zach in the ring (laughs) Yeah. Arr, looking at the belts and then no, it's Yoshiyaki again.
0: Yeah, for the entire match, it felt like. I mean, was I was I missing something? And they do it a lot too. And and how I mean, how long have we been talking about the idea of Goto and, and Ishii being a tag team, challenging for titles, having the gold? It's been a long time, and and it seems like at every turn they intentionally say, "No, we're not doing that." It'd be silly. Uh, And, but here's the thing again, Yoshihashi, um, another, another opportunity to shine. And I bet he will. I, here's what I would love. Here's what I would love. And I do agree that techers win. And I think wrestle kingdom is, is, I'm not saying they lose it at wrestle kingdom. I'm just saying big, a bigger match is where that that's going to occur. Um, I want to see Goto take the fall. I don't want to see Yoshihashi take the pinfall here. Um, if if anybody's eating a pin, I, I kind of want a little bit of a commitment to Yoshihashi here. I want a little bit of a tip of the cap. We appreciate your year, Goto. You're lying down for this one. That would be nice. I don't think that will happen, but I that's that's I would really I would I would feel like okay, okay at least at least people are watching in the back to uh to acknowledge the fact that Yoshihashi's busting his ass this year let, let let's let godo lie down for this one
1: all right well let's dig into some of the questions we've got an enormous backlog so we'll get through what we can uh let's do difficult questions first so Liam says are you buying the Yuji Nagata officially licensed sterilization spray only 6 thousand yen uh, I sent you the link to this david I just got so, it, yeah. yeah this brings you to Nagata sixty nine website and yes yeah, six thousand yen for uh, what is that? What is that? Like,
0: oh, is that was that like fifty bucks, sixty bucks American? Yeah, something like that. For what's this is disinfectant spray? Is yeah, this what this is?
1: <laughs> wow. There's no blue justice in that, Damon. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. I mean, uh,
0: I guess if you can make a buck. You know, not for nothing. If someone were in the United States, let's just say that there was a shortage of sanitizing, which we had, and somebody were selling that for sixty bucks, they would be raked over the coals. The Twitter machine would be outraged, ready to cancel whoever's selling disinfectant for sixty dollars. Do you get a T-shirt with that? Do you know? Do you get a fucking autograph? A fucking hand job from him? Something?
1: I wonder if he's got soft hands like Suzuki.
0: No, he's probably, they're probably hard as a fucking rock. It would be like wrapping your dick in sandpaper. I guarantee it. It would not be fun. It would not be fun. I,
1: ha- I mean, seriously. it'd be <laughs> take, I think- take that out of context. <laughs> if we did uh, amusing titles to our shows. Um, Yuji Nagata hand job would be the title of today's show, wouldn't it? <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I
0: usually am the one that does that, by the way. Um, so okay, I'm, I'm, just remind me. Eugene, no, don't, don't. No, don't do it. I don't <laughs> want you to do that. I'll do. I don't give a shit. Um, that's a lot. Sixty bucks for for what is the equivalent of what? Three of them? Three bottles? That's not. I don't know. Well, I, I, again, there's a sucker born every minute. And you know, he is in pro wrestling, so 60 bucks. I, I, there's got to be something else in that package. Again, there's got to be like a t-shirt or a fucking something. 60 bucks. All right, well, look. I'm, the, the answer the question, Japan, no, I'm not the question, buy I'm not buying it. it
1: and, yeah, last night. No. know. Uh, okay, SpearTip says, did you guys see the video of Fulham manager Scott Parker's post-game speech set to the streets? Dry your eyes, mate. I'm sending this to you, Damien. You don't have to watch it now because... Uh, I I'll just you, you can enjoy that later. Maybe I'll pick your brains on it next week. But I did see that uh, very funny, and the way Fulham are doing this year with, and of course Tony Khan hoarding all their money, uh, spending it on uh, <laughs> AW instead of Fulham. Uh, there's going to be a lot more where that came from because Fulham look crap. Uh, okay, Xavier said, question: Will Damon be taking Dick Togo's advice? Uh, I'm going to send you another link oh, here, Damon, and you can give us your response to this. A lot of multimedia coming my way today. Yeah, these are very, very old questions. These are questions that I skip because uh, on our busy news weeks, I can't yeah. be bothered with the questions. <laughs> but All right, I, think I we have. Can, we could do some of them today.
0: I have a tweet here. I have a is a, um, uh, a gentleman who's lying on what is he lying on? Like it looks like one of those break dancing boards. Uh, he, is he nude? Is he fully nude? Uh, yeah, it looks like a, a naked Dick Togo lying, I guess, in his driveway, in his uh, in front of his house, naked. I'm hoping he has some type of uh, thong, but yeah, he's lying naked. I guess on a a board of some kind,
1: is roasting.
0: Yeah, but look at the cloud. There's so many clouds. What's up? <laughs> <Cloudy day. laughs> it's the most cloudy day in the world. I don't like this is fucking Manchester. This is what this is. <laughs> like, this is not a day anyone would be lying out in the sun. I think he's a nudist. I think he's just trying to show off his ass and his fucking cock and balls. That's what I think is what's going on here. Like, it makes no sense. This is not a day you lie out in the sun, Joel.
1: Well, you could say that the clouds spoiled things for him. Oh. <laughs> oh Sorry. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> should, I, should we go on to the next question? <laughs> sure, uh, King Me Like a picture says, uh, another music Damon question, Depeche Mode or The Cure?
0: Oh, wow. Talk about fucking Mount Rushmore's. Ah, uh, wow-wee, wow-wee, wow woof. That's tough. Joel, that's like, that's tough. I know Joel's like, I don't give a shit, but I'm I'm telling you, that's tough. Uh, god damn, god damn. Uh, uh, I'm nervous now. Um, how do I fucking not pick the cure? But how do I not pick the pesh? Fuck. Right, uh, mm, yeah, cure. I'm taking the cure, uh, and, and it's and it might change tomorrow. But I'll t- I'll, today, I will take the cure.
1: Fuck, that's tough. That's a tough I mean, there's one. Going to be a lot of visits to uh, Music Damon Corner. mask Gaiden oh. says, "What does uh, Damon think about the Killers? I'm Listening to the new album, and I love it. Any okay. thoughts on the Killers, Damon? Uh,
0: you're familiar with the Killers, Rachel? No, I'm not. Joel, as a as a a British I don't born listen
1: to mainstream music, Damon. I've as got, a I, British, my, my iTunes is full of. Uh, video game soundtracks, and uh, I like post-hardcore. That's that's the genre of music that I'm into. Are you going to tell me
0: you have never had a pint at your local and Mr. Brightside come on, and you not fucking grabbing your boys, singing a song at the top of your lungs?
1: What boys? What
0: local? What are you talking about? I live in a hotel. <laughs> I'm saying back in the day, <laughs> back in the day. Mr. Brightside, you know Mr. Brightside.
1: Coming no, out of my cage,
0: to... I'm just I'm doing just it. fun. Oh. Gotta, gotta be down because I want to know. It started out with a kiss. I did it end up like this. It was only a kiss. It was only a kiss. Right? No, no, I, I miss I'm bright. the Bright. Oh, my goodness gracious. What are we going to do with this? What are we going to do with this, people? Uh, So I love the first album Hot Fuss is Is fantastic for me Love One of my favorite albums Of all time Second album is good Read My Mind Is one of my favorite songs That they do As they got a little More More I don't know They got a little bit more Middle of the road I guess And just Shit just hasn't Connected with me Um, And here's the thing The Killers right now It's just Brandon Flowers At this point The singer Everybody else has left the band Um, So they're barely The Killers but the first album, Hot Fuss, one of my favorites of all time. I can't believe you don't know Mr. Brightside. I'm just walking down the fucking street, you hear Mr. Brightside.
1: <laughs> I try not to do that anymore. <laughs> well, I get that now, but like, how long did you live in London? Uh, well, I was born there, so right. I lived there until the age of 18. Then I lived in Brighton for four years. Oh, my God. Come on,
0: dude. Mr. Br- you, come on. Oh, That's like saying you don't know fucking David Beckham. You're like, who? <laughs> <laughs> All right, good. I'm sorry, good. All
1: right, uh, Ark says, is the G1 Climax Trophy more prestigious than the IWGP Heavyweight Championship?
0: No. No, because you're winning the tournament to get a shot at that belt, not vice versa.
1: I, I think there is prestige in winning the tournament in and of itself without... yes. Necessarily, I mean, the, the success rate for uh, winning the title after winning the G1 is extremely low. If I if remember correctly, is it only Tanahashi in 2019 who's done it successfully? So, yeah, I think there is prestige to be gained, but it's, it's not at the level of being an IWGP heavyweight champion.
0: Right. You're winning the tournament to. To, win a, to earn a shot at... I mean, the, the trophy's nice. The streamers, the flag, all the fucking nine yards. Don't get me wrong. It's, it's an accomplishment, and it's an important thing, but you're doing it to get a shot at the title to win the belt. So that, that answers that question.
1: And there's also another question for me, uh, which has nothing to do with New Japan. What do you think of young Griff? Is he the real McCoy or just the mum as far? So this is a question related to the Summer of Ice and Five book series that was adapting to Game of Thrones. I is certainly suggesting that he is uh, a mummer's as that he is not a real not the real Aegon Targaryen and that him and Daenerys are going to go to war over it and there'll be a second Dance of the Dragons but it will be a very uh, George R. R. esque twist for them to have a massive war and burn half the country and loads of people dies, but for them him to turn out to actually be the real Aegon Targaryen so uh, yeah that'll be my my prediction that it's framed that he is not but then actually at the end it turns out that he is mm-hmm. Uh, okay, okay vase- wait, 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 no, 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 no! no,
0: no, no now I got to sit here and say, everyone listening, or at least like 90% of the people that just listened are like, this motherfucker just rattled off 900 words that I have no idea what he means, but it doesn't know what the fuck Mr. Brightside well, it's is. It's an incredibly
1: popular <laughs> book series, David. Is it? Is it? Yeah. More it popular is. than Mr. Brightside? Is he in the book as well? I don't, <laughs> I don't know who that is. Yes. <laughs> All right, uh, Vase Collector lots of questions here do you, I can quick fire did Taichi's parents say ready to kiss on them how did I never notice it before yes I believe that's an idol group so I think there was some sort of collaboration with that would Liger ever stop wearing his mask on commentary do you imagine he will slim down the horns over time at least he's just going to start sort of filing them down like Hellboy. boy what can you tell Yotosuji's ex- seemingly extensive Reebok Pump Fury collection absolutely nothing I didn't even know that was a thing and where the fuck is Ren Narita? don't know it may be a good time for him to come back and join uh, best of the super juniors so uh, there you go i hope i've answered your questions there damon anything that you definitely want to comment on
0: there i mean that might be a good time for best of super juniors i mean that would be a good time right um so yeah there are other stuff i i have no idea what you said
1: shingo star says is haramu as crazy as will claims uh, why haven't L.I.J. been renamed Diablo Loco something doesn't add up and also now that Wrestle Kingdom is confirmed as a two day event again next year what are the chances we get to see Brandy Rhodes versus B Priest the Iron Man match <laughs> asking for a friend yes let's open that forbidden door I'm not touching either of those Uh, Xavier says question for Joel seems to me like Hiromu is challenging you are you up for the challenge so Xavier provides a link to Hiromu eating the most sour food in the world with no expression now I would do this I do love eating sour food like warhead candy all of that but one time I was in South End and I went to a sweet shop and I bought a big bag of extra sour sweets and I ate so many of them that I made my tongue and lips bleed and after that (laughs) I've gone off them a bit I eat them in moderation uh, because I realized that it is it is acid, right? It's, I, I guess, yeah. citric acid that you're eating. Yeah. And you, you probably shouldn't eat as many of them in one go as I did back then. So I learned the hard way. I uh, hope Hiromu doesn't go through a similar thing. It would be terrible if you missed out on Best of the Super Juniors from eating too many sour sweets. Uh, all right,
0: we can't. we we're not bulldozing by this one. I'm sorry. We, we, are, we are staying right here. How much of this fucking candy did you eat?
1: Only about... Maybe five or six pieces. They're That's like it? Re- they're little hard-boiled sweets, like fruit-flavored, and but covered in a very uh, thick layer of you know that you know the very white powder. That you, just by looking at it, you know it's going uh, to
0: sounds you. like you had
1: <laughs> it sounds like you had anthrax, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I try and uh, find the name. I will. I will be able to find it, the name of the the sweet, so British listeners can go and do the same thing in my honor uh, how many could you eat before you started to bleed
0: I don't I I would hope more than that I would hope that I would eat anything like five like if you bought it in a place where you could buy food I would think five should not be the limit of now my mouth is going to bleed like that does that seem weird to you like again this is not you're not buying these things on the fucking street right you didn't fucking go into an alleyway and someone went hey you want some You want some sour candy, kid? Right? You went into a shop and you bought five of these things and you ate them all. Okay, a little gluttonous. I'm right there with you. I've been there. That shouldn't
1: make your mouth bleed. Right? I found them. I found them. They, they are called Mega Sour and they come in different flavors. And yeah. the brand is Barnett's. I think I might have sent them an email afterwards with a photo of my mouth saying... <laughs> So I think your your, your sweets should have a health warning on them. Don't don't do what I did. Maybe it was more than I can't remember, but it was. Oh well. Oh, now hour. Oh, wait. Was It Was not more than five, Joel? Mm, oh, okay. I don't think so. I think it was between no. five and ten.
0: <laughs> okay, so we'll just split. We'll, we'll call it eight of them. Your mouth. W- so after the fucking seventh one, we'll call it, or the sixth one. You didn't feel it then. But the flavor was so good, you had to have more. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. What a maniac! And your mouth's bleeding,
1: and you're like spitting it out in the trash can. You're like, pff, 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 pff. I don't think I even ate the sweets. I think I just sucked the sour coating off and then <laughs> spat them out.
0: <laughs> oh my god, what a what a childhood! This guy's uh, sitting there playing fucking video games so much so that his fingers bleed, and his parents have to take it away, and he's sucking <laughs> the sourness off a of candy. <laughs> No wonder you do a New Japan podcast, you loser.
1: (laughs) Oh, so good. Ah, I found the photo. You have the photo. Yeah. Can I see it? Yep. Oh, can't really see it that clearly. I think I thought I took another one that was clearer than this, but I'm going to send it to you anyway. Oh my god, I'm so excited! I cannot wait. And how old were you when this happened? Uh, I don't know. It's like (laughs) twenty something. Seven or something. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. O- old enough to know better.
0: All right. Well, Oh, I'm thinking you were going to be fucking... Well, I mean, let me zoom in. That's not... Uh, I mean, Joel, you made it sound like your mouth was fucking bleeding.
1: I uh, know. No, sorry, that wasn't the proper photo. That was halfway into the ordeal. Oh, this is halfway? Okay, okay. Because your
0: tongue is red and it looks raw. It looks like you fucking bit your tongue really hard. But it's not like you don't have like blood coming out or anything like that. Well, I mean it's red. Oh, here's that's. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bad, isn't it? <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah, your your, your tongue is it it's it, it would be like if you're if you were in a motorcycle accident and you had road rash but you only landed on your tongue. That's what it looks like. Whoo, And that's from those candies, huh? And again, this is not eight-year-old Joel Abraham. By the way, this is Joel. You have a you have a full beard going here. <laughs> yeah. This is not that long ago, i like, like, like the idea of you eating these candies as a full-fledged adult and not
1: stopping. Yeah, and Mally was mouth- with me. My parents were with me. Can you imagine that, what they thought of me? Mally looking into the looking at the bleeding tongue of the man that she married, the future father of her children.
0: Oh my goodness gracious. That is fantastic. What a what a fucking story. Oh, you're not gonna get this anywhere else, kids. Fuck fuck uh, New Japan Strong reviews. This is the this is the content you want. Oh, are you gonna post that fucking picture? Please tell me you're posting that picture online on the twitter.com.
1: Maybe you'll put it on the Come Discord. Up. I'm not sure Twitter people deserve it.
0: Yeah. I think I'll
1: see if there's demand for it. If people genuinely want to see a photo of my bleeding tongue, then sure. Then you'll do it. Yeah. it depends I don't want on the to response. subject people to it unsolicited.
0: Right. Okay, it's fair. Because the way I see it is that if they made it this far into a, this podcast, if they made it an hour and 22 minutes into this podcast, they deserve to see the picture. I agree
1: alright next question Japanese Retro Game Center says is the purpose of the money click to wear down Okada's opponents into submission or to wear down the fans into submission and eventually accept it uh, yeah I, I mean I expected a payoff to this in the G1 finals or maybe the A block finals but it's not there yet he's a stubborn man and I do suspect a large part of him wants to keep going with it and yeah maybe to wear down the fans so the fans accept that as the finish instead of the rainmaker
0: yeah, this is this is this is called a hard re-education, um, and it's weird because it's like that like, scene
1: from Clockwork Orange. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Your
1: it eyes prize open, <laughs> yeah. forced to watch him slapping on the very sloppy money cake. This is the finish. <laughs>
0: like if Tanahashi were to do this to kind of to replace the high fly flow, it would make he sense did to for me. a
1: bit. He, he had the. He's used the clover leaf to yeah. win some big matches.
0: Yeah, I mean that looks a lot more devastating than a fucking money clip. That's for sure. Uh, but again, if you had a high impact finisher, you're you're you're, you're banged up. You, you kind of want to take it a little bit easy on your bones. Okay, I can see that. I mean, his finishers a fucking clothesline. You know, like all right. Yeah, this. this I mean, we're at the point where this is. We're 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 forcing this down your th- You're gonna eat this before you have your fucking dessert. That's a, this You're is exactly what happening. You're
1: gonna eat this sour candy until your mouth bleeds. This <laughs> is exactly what it is. Yep. Infinity says, how valuable is Tomohiro Ishii for New Japan? The main event with JY White was so incredible. It makes me worried about the future of New Japan without Ishii. What, uh, who, or who do you see step up to fill Ishii's spot in the future? I, I must say, I I'm not as high on Ishii's G1. As the consensus. The consensus seems to be like. That was like the greatest G1 ever. His matches were incredible. I liked a lot of them. But some of them I didn't. I, I liked significantly less than the majority of people did. Judging by cage match grapple. Things like that. So I, I'm not on the, the the hype train of like. ah, oh, This guy's the greatest wrestler ever. I think he's very good at doing a particular style of match. And there's a lot of value in that. Um and it seems to me that is, – is Shingo going to be the guy to, to be the next Ishii? Because it's looking that way.
0: Good possibility of it. Um, I mean, look, I don't think there's a guy on that roster since 2014 that has consistently put on spectacular matches like Ishii. I think he is a rare breed, a rare talent. Um, and yes, sometimes you could make the argument that it's uh, – some of the stuff that he does is same z's um it is that you know the idea of having more guts than brains and um you know i'm going to go through you to beat you as opposed to just beating you and, and sometimes it's like okay we get it but i don't think there is a guy on that roster that if you look at consistency um that is delivered on on a high level i mean it's rarefied air let's put it that way there's you could probably name 3 people that consistently have, have had outputs that Equaled or were better than Ishii. Um, So for me, he is a – he's one of those people that, you're right, will go – it'll be noticeable when he's not there. I I really feel that. Um, He's that valuable to an undercard and as that middle ground player. Um, I thought he had a very good G1 – I hate to say this though the one thing that does stick out like a sore thumb is like that match against Shingo like I was really thinking that was going to be the fucking shit and it 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 didn't feel like it, it hit I don't know and I'd hate to judge somebody on one fucking match I think that's a little unfair too I thought he had a very good G1 I don't think it was one of his best G1s for sure but um
1: yeah well look, I, I, I was- yeah I was lower on the Shingo match I didn't love the Okada match I thought that was quite slow and disappointing and i didn't love the osprey match as well and those are three matches that again the consensus seems very high on that so i just i enjoyed it a lot less than most people seem to do
0: um again i yeah i think if i were to take all of this g1 work um i think there was a little bit i think i think i would put it somewhere in the middle and it certainly wouldn't be at the very top and it's not his worst I think it's somewhere in the middle. I think and I think that's a fair evaluation.
1: Young Damon has been on a huge Shinya Hashimoto kick recently. Aww. Would love to hear your opinions and favorite matches of his.
0: I miss Young Damon. I miss I miss all those people. It sucks that we couldn't get together. You know what um last weekend was? Last weekend was supposed to be suede. uh and New Japan in in London. That was the original date. I saw that pop up on my phone, and was like, "Ah, fuck me." Um, Hashimoto man was fucking a stud. I mean, there's there's a reason why he's regarded as one of the the fucking musketeers. Um, he is. We talked about Ishi being the guy that you know you you have to go through. He's go, he's going to go through you to beat you. Um. His run with the title was pretty strong. I enjoyed him having that the 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 big boy belt. Um the one thing the one that I always kinda turn to well, I mean Takata, you know, between him, Takata, Muda, that whole mix was always fucking great when Takata was doing his UWF stuff. Um I, don't know, I always fuck up his name, so Forgive me, but Ogawa was it, or, or, or you know, the 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 real shoot guy that they they brought in, and they fucking had Hashimoto get destroyed, and then Hashimoto came back for revenge, and it turned into this whole big shoot angle. Um, at the time, that was pretty fucking great, and I and, and I don't think I've rewatched it recently. I wonder how that stood up. So I would say look at that stuff too, because at the time that was pretty fucking awesome, and it was a big deal. And I'll tell you what. Again, I fucking it, it's it's what O W E J. How's it been Ogawa. Oh, you'll go. You, we know who I'm talking about. He did a tour when I was doing stuff for NWA. Dennis Carluzzo, and there was a match between him and Harley Lewis, who was a tag team. And Harley was a fucking tough dude. Like he was a big tough dude. Him and Derek. Derek Domino. Um, and they put him in with Harley, and. I remember, because I was sitting right there, and Dennis wanted Harley to try to take advantage because there was a lot of Japanese press there, and they wanted to fucking, somehow Dennis had this idea that he wanted to make a name for either himself or the promotion or some shit, and Harley was like, I'm going to get my fucking ass handed to me if I try anything with this guy in the ring. I'm going to get fucking slaughtered. Um. And I just remember that conversation having him with him, like sitting there getting changed in the in the locker room um, when that happened. Like he was going to shoot on an IWGP Heavyweight Champion, whose whose entire pro wrestling career is based upon the fact that he's a shooter. Uh, yeah, Harley was having fucking none of it. So yeah, there's an interesting little tale. So yeah, go back and watch that, Young Demon. And I miss you.
1: I really like the Yamazaki Kazuya Yamazaki match. I think it was the G1 final, wasn't it, from 1998? Mm. I think we re- talked about that one on our classic watch-along during the lock yeah. period. So a uh, really enjoyable one for me. Uh, okay. Vase Collector says, What other stardom roster talent might you like to see second in guys in New Japan? What's the under on Will Ospreay playing himself by saying something off-the-cuff condescending and or sexist to be backstage? He already sort of did that. He was talking about her, her backside in a, a way that I thought was a bit odd. Uh, and Between Master Watto and Great... Okan Are we seeing New Japan Create kid friendly gimmicks Knowing that they Clearly have a bit For following kids and families If you look at the crowds At shows So Anyone else from Stardom You would like to see uh, In uh, Seconding New Japan I, I, I Don't know enough about Stardom to Me neither come, Really And um, So yeah uh, No Is the short answer And wh- what do you think Do you think this is a deliberate attempt For making kid friendly gimmicks Or Just happenstance That Both Oka And Kawato Have come with Somewhat uh, cartoonish gimmicks. I mean, evil. <laughs> I mean, um, well, evil is for the kids. You see, Did you see him um, comforting that upset child during I one of did. the G1 shows? What a lovely man. You know? Uh,
0: I mean, dude, Japan's always had kid-friendly gimmicks. I don't know if if the, if the intention was there for uh, Okan um, or even for that matter, Master Wato. Um, I know that that was something that you were like kind of jumping on that, that, that Watto's is for the kids. I guess, I guess so. Um, but yeah, New Japan, you know, has always had that kind of connection, whether it be Tiger, Mask, Liger, a lot of junior heavyweights were cut from that same cloth. Uh, but I don't know if it was an intentional thing. Maybe, possibly, could be. Um, what, what were other questions? I'm sorry.
1: Uh, no, I think that's it. Um, okay, good. Let's move on to the next one then. Pink Moon says, So we're likely looking at two more nights at Tokyo Dome for wrestling them, 20k a night, where fans in all likelihood are uh, not allowed to vocally cheer or boo. Some have said this gives ghetto license to book controversial or unconventional main event programs, but is this really the case? Does New Japan benefit from what conventional wisdom might consider its best foot forward? In the same vein, is evil as either GP champion a fact of coronavirus or of life as we know it? So do you think... Um, having these clap crowds is allowing the booking committee to do stuff that they otherwise might not have done or do you think it's just business as usual which just happens to have clap crowds Uh,
0: business as usual i can't imagine any booking committee sitting there thinking okay they can't clap let's do this fucking nonsense you know or they can't cheer like i mean how do you how do you book around that? (laughs) Right. I just think they're going to do what they think is best for the promotion and where they're going forward. And if if it lands great, if it doesn't, and listen, I mean, that's, that's to say that everything that they did prior to COVID was, you know, hit a home run. And that certainly wasn't the case because we wouldn't have a show if that were the case, it would just be a constant circle jerk. Um, So no, I don't, I don't think that's the case Um, that they're tailoring their booking, knowing that, they can't make noise. Because here's the thing, too. I mean, we don't know what two months are going to bring there. That, that, that might – they might be able to. Um, so, yeah, I, I can't imagine them sitting around thinking they can only clap, so let's do this for this guy. Nah. All
1: right, kids, strap in. It's another Damon Music segment. Bash yep. says, question for music. Damon, what are his favorite Glastonbury sets? Ah,
0: there's a question. Uh, David Bowie from, was it 2000, I think it was? Oh, so good. I listen to that all the time, actually. Um, Who else? Um, Blur, um, like 95-ish. Oasis. um, Like when they were, they they didn't even do the main stage. That was great. Even when they did the main stage, it wasn't as great. When they did that side stage, that NME stage, pretty fucking great. Um... Muse was pretty good, um, rather recently. Where they had um, uh, Edge, I think. I think you two had that. We're going to headline, and I think Bono got hurt. I think it was, and then Muse filled in, and then Edge came out. That was pretty great. Uh, actually, Killers, the most recent one, was pretty great. They had Johnny Marr come out. Pet Shop Boys. That was pretty great. Um, so yeah, there's a there's a little list for you there for Glastonbury. I'm a big fan. Big fan. I would never go, but um, I'm not a big, I would never camp out for three fucking days. 100,000 smelly people. Ugh. No. Mud everywhere. Fuck, now sit on my couch. Thanks.
1: Bish says, uh, Deathmatch Damon question. Any memories of the FMW anniversary show at Kawasaki Stadium? FMW was a big part of my introduction to Japanese wrestling, so seeing New Japan running a baseball stadium has tapped in some major nostalgia for me. Oh, yeah. Absolutely.
0: There's a lot of people that, that's that, I mean, they saw the videotapes, you know, in the tape trading and, you know, a lot of that exploding barbed wire deathmatch stuff, man. You know, you're like, what the fuck? You're not seeing this in the States, that's for sure. Um, yeah, I don't know if I was a huge fan of it, but it was always like I would always have tapes of it. Like, I'm not like, like, you know, I liked Mike Awesome and I liked, um, uh, Oneida and I liked, um, like, and even when the you know, the other promotional wing was around, um, I'm not a big fan of, of those exploding, but like landmine matches. I always thought they just kind of, like they were kind of weird. I did like the drama that it did build though. I did love the fact that they would have the countdown and then like with a minute left, they would have those air siren horns and the referees had these gigantic hazmat suits on. Like the visual of that is pretty fucking great. Bloody and sweaty. Onita. Uh, yeah. I remember the death match tournament, Yeah, cactus and Terry Gordy was in that. Uh, yeah. I look again, death matches aren't always my thing. But, yeah, the visual of that and getting those tapes, I think everybody kind of was like, what the fuck is this? This is pretty fucking crazy shit I'm watching. Um, and I always, you know, Onita's post-match was always great. You had no idea what the fuck he was saying, but you felt every word of it and him pouring water over him and steam coming off his body, all these cuts and blood. Every- yeah, it was pretty dramatic shit, pretty dramatic shit. he I mean, he made it. Fuck, you know you figure it, at one point fmw was probably the third hottest promotion in that country it was it was big i mean it wasn't like it was it was big in spurts it felt like like it like they would have big shows and it would be you know pew, and then maybe die down a little bit and pew. um they milked it for all they can god bless him he, he he made it work he made a fucking career out of it that's for sure
1: Cola Blue says the evil push was hidden in plain sight, matched with Jericho, strong win-loss record, wins over Okada, etc. Who else do you think has quietly built up an impressive future main event of Resume that we might be overlooking? I mean, the obvious answer is uh, Osprey. I mean, for months we were staring at those. Will Osprey makes a new faction adverts on New Japan World, and then he actually went and did it. Uh, is there anyone else off the top of my head, sort of mid-carders, who have picked up impressive wins over big names.
0: Ta- tai Chi?
1: Yeah. Tai Chi comes yeah. right to mind. Yeah. I
0: mean, if we're talking about Suzuki Goon, you know, we got a fifty year old guy that's you know, everybody's saying is leaving soon. You know, we've yet to see it, but okay, you you figure it's right around the corner. I think Tai Chi's your guy.
1: Mm. Christoph Bork says, what do you think of the idea of Ibushi-gun? Have you noticed he's going into death stare mode more frequently lately? Well, I did. That was my notable thing from the G1 final, that he didn't do it against Tsunade. He wasn't pushed to that extreme, which, you know, I like. I don't necessarily need to see that in every single big Ibushi match. I like that the the less frequently he does it, the more effective it is. But I think he does seem like the natural success is to take over from Tanahashi as the leader of the, the Hontai, the New Japan Army. He's not that young, though
0: you know no that he, is true you know what i mean like he's it's not like the, he's a you know this youngster chip off the old block he's he's a abushi's up there so um if it's gonna happen it's gotta happen now
1: commando ray says if you could remove or combine one belt which one would it be this is i mean u.s title is yeah surplus to requirements right now and I do like at the moment only having the never open weight title as the secondary singles uh, heavyweight title. So, you know, do would I want to see the intercontinental title come back into play? I mean, it's got a lot of. I think it's a prestigious title, and there's some nice history with it. Do we need that and the never open weight title? I, I guess. I don't, I, I'm I not missing the intercontinental title.
0: Yeah, I've said. I am. I am. I I, I am. I I think. I think it's I think it's missed, um. And I and I find it amazing that it's it's if it's always the intercontinental title too that's that takes a backseat. I mean, when Jericho had it, you, know, you didn't see it for months. And now, you know, double belt, and it does seem like it's one of those things that okay, yeah, he has it, but I don't know if it has that same oomph anymore of it being a double champion. Maybe if he defended just that, but then again, why would anybody just challenge for the Intercontinental title? Um
1: it just seems so, like yeah. that's a title for to give to the main eventers who are not in the IWGp heavyweight title scene to feud over. to give them something to do. And yep. I would prefer well, not necessarily prefer, but I I think there's a lot to be said for giving those guys' meaningful singles feuds that don't involve a title to keep going. Like for Okada, he, when he had that feud with Jay White going into Wrestle Kingdom 13, that wasn't for a title. Uh, or now, this feud he's got going on with Osprey; those are two guys who, you know, a main eventer and a probable future main eventer, that, I don't think, needs a title. So, I think there's something to be said for being able to build a meaningful singles feud between two top guys that doesn't involve a title. It
0: may not need a title Joel, but I think it makes it better. Like it adds a nice little layer of frosting that makes that cake even sweeter. Um, And I think that's a nice way that the intercontinental title can be described. Um, It just makes those top level feuds and top level guys that again, aren't necessarily going for the title now, it gives those people a little something extra to strive for. Um, I said last week, I love the, the the heavyweight title. I like the Intercontinental title. I like the never for the the beefy boys, and I like the junior. That's it. Um, and, 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 I get I, aside from the tags, everything else. Uh, like, again, the U.S. title, I, pff, who, I, they, they can throw that right in the fucking bin. I wouldn't. I wouldn't lose any sleep.
1: Broke's Club Extra says, why is New Japan deleting YouTube accounts with copyright strikes like Showbuckle, Real Neat Puro? Tyler Williams, etc. Do you guys have any sources why they're doing this and thoughts? Uh, I think this is more of a Japanese entertainment industry thing rather than a new Japan directive because I think pretty much all Japanese TV companies do this because uh, things like fair use, parody protections don't exist in Japan. And as the listener points out, it's not just TV Asahi, also uh, Toei Animation, TV Tokyo, Fuji TV companies like that that are doing it as well. So that is where it's coming from, not New Japan head office. Yeah. But I will say that
0: there is something to be said about fan-created uh, content, and our show included, that I feel is a, a true, authentic, um, from the heart, passion when those things are around. And I think they're needed. Whether that's again newsletters, podcasts, I create fucking cross stitch art, I make pins, I you know whatever. Now that's one side. I'm and I'm firmly on that side. um, Except this little bit is that, um, and you know someone has said to me, you know a lot of times when you talk about pro wrestlers, they spend their entire career. Honing, crafting, and perfecting their character and their likeness and who they are in the ring and outside of the ring. And what goes along with that is their merchandise um, over and above the fact that, you know, it, 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 unless you're giving money to the wrestler themselves, you're profiting off of someone else's work. Um, now, when it comes to videos and podcasts, I think there's a gray line, Right. Um, and I think sometimes it, that it gets a little bit heavy on the corporate dollar sign. Um, like I think that that kind of fan created content is good, and 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 it's hard for someone like a TV company to come knocking on somebody's door and say, "Don't make that video and promote our thing and your passion for this and get people involved so that we can make more money because that's our content." Some of that is a little hard to fucking swallow.
1: Bash says, question for Joel. What crisp flavors do you miss that are not being made anymore? Uh, I Okay, there are two. Worcestershire sauce-flavored Twiglets, because you only get regular Twiglets now, the kind of sort of Marmite flavor. I really miss the the tangy flavor, Worcestershire sauce ones. And also, uh, discos, they used to do... They had this little gimmick called the Flavor Bomb, where there'd be a little sachet of flavoring powder inside and there Ooh. was a salt and vinegar one and once i opened my packet and i got two salt and vinegar powder sachets in there and had a not dissimilar experience to the sour sweet so uh, <laughs> that was when i was a child so i've just had that streak in me where i've enjoyed eating things that burn my mouth to uh, scrimshaw so yeah there you
0: go. i was i was about to ask how did it feel losing a kidney when you're a child eating this <laughs> Having just to shut down after that fucking chemical pours through you. Well, I'll,
1: I'll do another challenge, like in the same ilk as the the booze leprechaun sponsored Carolina Reaper challenge. If someone wants to send me some really sour stuff, I'll eat it, whatever, I, yeah, I, I, I would love that.
0: I don't want to have your mouth bleed. Um, <laughs> that is an amazing thing. get the funniest thing, the funniest thing is is the bleeding tongue, and again, a full scruffle. Of, of beard or <laughs> the facial hair in full effect. Again, this is
1: not a child eating these candies. This is a full-fledged adult. Yeah, a fully qualified primary school teacher. <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you this: somebody who's done now... background checks. <laughs> Did you people entrust me to look after their children? And right, <laughs> right, right. Let, let me ask you this: Do you ever?
0: So I'm assuming you know at any school eating is prohibited, like you're not, kids can't just bring out a bag of candy and start chomping on it. Have you ever had to confiscate a bag of sweets and then ever eat it yourself?
1: Uh, Yeah, I have done that. (laughs) Really? What was the best thing you got? Uh, (laughs) I think I've probably done it more than I should have done, so it's difficult for me to narrow down a specific occasion where I had a a particularly cool. tasty treat I, I remember a teacher doing that to one of my classmates when i was in school they were eating a bag of m&ms or something the teacher just took it out of their hand and just carried on teaching and ate the whole bag and that was oh. it was so memorable that i thought that was great I, <laughs> just <laughs> tremendous that. teaching
0: <laughs> you got your doctorate just so you could eat m&ms in front of a child it's great uh, isn't it amazing how things like that stick with you though? It's like,
1: oh, yeah, that,
0: it's that. It's yeah. the,
1: you you do not remember what they taught you, but you remember who they were.
0: Oh yeah. We had a, our t- we had a teacher, uh, our chem- chemistry teacher, Mr. Tomarcio, He had a T-Mart. So he had a closet filled from top to bottom with all kinds of snacks and treats. And you'd be like, uh, uh Mr. Mr. is T-Mart open. And he'd be like, hold on a second. He'd go get his keys. Let me see. This key works, opens up, and he would sell candy to the students in his classroom out of fucking T Mart. Fucking great. And he, we would have the Bunsen burner. And we'd be like this. Right. So you want to do this, kids. And you want to make sure the bur- the, the thing is under the paper. Because if not, you're going to burn your hands off. And he would talk just like that. I'm doing my Mr. Tomarcio imitation. Well, Only three people. He's
1: like, made an impression on you and you still remember him. That's, that's Oh, lovely. Mr.
0: Tomarcio was fucking hilarious. be like, <laughs> there was this kid, Bill Owen. And he never did his work. He would never do. like He would just fucking be lazy and not, not do his homework. He'd be like, Owen! You got your lab. He'd be like, no, nah, I didn't get it done. He goes, oh, for Owen. <laughs> <laughs> great.
1: Uh, I remember, it's a story my dad told me when he was in primary school when the teacher was asking the kids for their scores from the test. It's like, I don't know, I have 10 or something. And then he asked one kid, right, what was your score? And he said, one, sir. And the teacher says, one? I don't remember giving you one. What did you really get? Zero, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tomasio,
0: would we would have to do labs every week, and um, so a big thing was when you were you you, you took chemistry when you were a s- junior. So when you were a sophomore, you got a hold of a junior who was really smart, right? Who you, you knew did well, and you kept all your labs throughout the year, right? And they would sell them, right? So you would find like the smart, you know, person that you you know, and you'd be, and, you, and you would buy their labs. So it got to the point where I was, you know, I bought these labs, and I was just just changing the cover sheet and putting my name, you know, and literally turning in their labs. I would just staple my fucking cover sheet to their labs, turn it in, and it, I would get A's. And I never did the work, never, never fucking did it, right? And and, and it came out like he would, he, he wouldn't even look at the fucking labs. At a certain point, he would just like hold them, and if they were heavy enough, you got a good grade. <laughs> Like you, could, you could just rip pages out of a fucking Bible and staple them together and turn it in, and as long as it weighed enough, yeah, you got a good grade. Ah, New Jersey public I'm, I'm education. Writing this down. <laughs> <laughs> New Jersey public education at its finest. Chef's kiss. All right, I got to get out of here. I got, I got. I'm two minutes late. So uh, you want to wrap this
1: uh, up in a little bow? Yes. Redcircle.com forward slash shows forward slash super dash J dash cast. Give us money. Give oh, us some God, I need damn it. money. I need money. I got money. a bar to build.
0: Yeah, I got a bar. It's fucking costing me a fortune. And it's coming along very nicely. Electric is in. Uh, we're painting soon. Um, drywall is going to be installed. Uh, we gutted the whole thing. It's 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 been a fucking project. So um, I need money for that. So please send it my way. And maybe I'll invite you. I won't. But um, <laughs> just just give me money. <laughs>
1: uh, Discord link is in the show notes. Always great over there. Again, Boozlet record such a tremendous job uh, moderating and managing all the shenanigans that goes on there Uh, so yeah get involved in that pro forward slash super if you want to buy one of our t-shirts thanks as always to editor dan you can find on twitter at lousandhero219 subscribe to voices of wrestling podcast network for other great shows give us a five snake review on itunes and some kind words really helps us move up the rankings follow us on twitter at the super thank you everyone for listening and goodbye